Praise the Lord Church, this is Briagio Hawthorne here, and today's topic that we're going to be talking about is how to overcome spiritual warfare. This is a topic requested by my good friend, Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. So before we head into this topic, we're going to open up in prayer. <clears throat> Precious Heavenly Father, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, I ask you to please touch whoever is listening to this podcast right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that you overtake my words, overtake my voice box, overtake my lips to speak your divine will, Lord God, and that this podcast may touch whoever is going through spiritual warfare, Lord Father God, and I speak over the life, whoever is going through spiritual warfare in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we speak power, oh God, we speak strength right now into that person in the mighty name of God, Lord. We ask that you please, oh God, give that person the strength and the weapons of warfare, Lord Father God, a faith, Lord Father God, that they depend on you and not on their own understanding, Lord, and that you please touch them, Lord God, put your hand of protection around them and their families, Lord God, that they may walk in faith and that whoever is listening may share with others who is also going through spiritual warfare, Lord God, and I ask you that you please touch each and every infirmity in their bodies, Lord God, that we speak healing going forth from this podcast in the mighty name of Jesus. Us and that you let your will be done. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Whew, I already feel God. <laughs> so, how to overcome spiritual warfare? <clears throat> First, let's get one thing straight. Spiritual warfare, you cannot overcome it, but you can only get through it. In order to understand how to get through spiritual warfare, we need to understand what spiritual warfare is and is not. So spiritual warfare is not flesh and blood. Meaning, when Paul says we do not we do not fight against the flesh and blood, but spiritual principalities and evil forces and wicked in high places. Meaning our 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 fight is not against flesh and blood, meaning not just with the physical. You know, uh, uh, poverty, being homeless, um, illnesses, anything like that, but also spiritual as well. You see, we are in a spiritual battle, saints. We are in a spiritual battle. This is not something we should take lightly. Warfare is war, and in our war, the enemy does not fight fair. The principality and powers and forces of darkness have ranking and different assignments that they are assigned to each and every body, region, city, and country. They are not political, economical, society, biology. If they were, it would contradict what Paul was saying about our battles not against flesh and blood. So our battle is against Satan and his kingdom of darkness and his demons. Spiritual warfare can come about in many forms. It can actually come out of nowhere. One, it can, it can come out of feeling like your life is spinning out of control. If there is anyone who is out there listening and feels like their life is spinning out of control, I believe that you are going through a time and season of spiritual warfare. Um, there are many forms, but we're going to just talk about this one for a little bit. You feel like you're, you're distraught. Your life is in a turmoil. You cannot think. You're, everything is going wrong and bad in your direction. Everything just hitting at you like a ton of bricks and you can't seem to know why. 
Or it could possibly be just because you have just become a believer in Jesus Christ. This is also a message for new babes who believe in Jesus Christ. Satan is going to attack you. You have just entered a war, an unknown war that you cannot see, but you are soon going to get to see. New babes in Christ, I encourage you to please and understand, know what you are getting yourselves into. I say this not to discourage you, but I say this because the enemy is at tops, uh, has his forces of darkness in each and every place and every single where. The enemy is not to be someone who is taken lightly. He is cunning. He is conniving. He is deceiving. He is smart. His tricks are clever and they are unique. Something that the earth has never seen before but still fools for it repeatedly. Saints, be aware of the enemy's tricks. Be aware of the enemy's tricks. Number two is physical attacks. Have you ever been feeling like you're uh, fatigued or you just walk into a setting and and you and you just feel so fatigued and, and, and out of it or you just get angry because the energy in the room has just shifted or you picked up and absorbed someone else's anger that could also be good and bad but for now we're focusing on the good part the bad part we're good to the good part later uh when you're going through spiritual warfare the enemy can attack your body physically you become sick or, or ill or the enemy can even put you in danger the devil's job is to rob, steal, kill, and destroy you. Rob you of your faith, steal your joy, kill your faith, and destroy your faith and your life in Jesus Christ. He wants to do everything he can to stop you from moving forward in your walk with Christ. New babes, again, listen. This is a war zone. This is a war zone. You have a God and the angel of his armies backing you up and you're going against Satan and his kingdom. Heaven has just gained another soul, but the Satan has just gained another enemy. This is not a performance. Believing in Jesus Christ is not just a game or some just religious fairy tale that we decide that we're going to believe or, or, or what people say. They say it's a ecstasy in our, in our mind that, that, that we're brainwashed and everything. Oh yeah, I'm definitely brainwashed and I'm brainwashed with Jesus Christ. And for him I live and for him I shall die. When I have faith in Jesus Christ, there is nothing that can stop me from believing and trusting in my Savior. There is nothing, no physical attack, no illness, no danger that the devil can put me in that I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is with me. He will protect me and deliver me. The Bible says nothing can pluck us out of the hand of his love. Out of, the, out of his hand. He knows the, every number of hair that is on our head. Every little follicle and, and, and split image that he has put in our faces and details in our eyes, the crescents and the movements in our eyes. God is not slacking his promises, but that's why it's important to lean on your own understanding and spiritual warfare. Don't try to question why is this happening. Get through it with prayer in spite of the physical attacks. Get through it with, with fasting in spite of the illness. Get through it with, with faith instead of the danger and over it. Put your faith over your fear. Put your face over your fear. Number three is temptation. Uh, the devil acts, attacks us through spiritual warfare with temptation, using our exposed places and vulnerability to attack us, the things that we struggle with the most. So say if you are a person struggling with depression, 
depression is a form of, of demonic oppression and influence that the devil puts on us or sometimes we uh, uh, drag ourselves into because we're not getting enough attention or because we are really, you know, truly depressed. Uh, there are some people out there who do do things for attention, but um, God knows your heart. Uh, so the enemy can use uh, not just uh, uh, um, depression, but many forms of things that we struggle. If you struggle with cigarettes or, uh, I don't know, a porn addiction or, or lust or greed or, 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 or drunkenness, you know, the, the devil will attack those places way even more, even, when, even the more when you're going through spiritual warfare. Uh, it's, it's very oblivious to be uh, uh, to acknowledge these attacks and acknowledge the place that uh, you're struggling with. But ask God to reveal it to you, to keep keep you covered and protected when you have your exposed places exposed because you're not in prayer. We need to be, it's very important to be in prayer. I'm not here to condemn anyone to hell. I just want to show you and point you to the one who can save you from it. Number four, uh, another thing that the devil really likes to attack people through spiritual warfare is your feelings and our own emotions. This goes back to the scripture of to not lean on your own understanding of every word and promise and truth that proceeds out of the mouth and the word of God. Our, we can be so wrapped up in our feelings and emotions because of the storms that we're going through because of the people that the devil is using in our storms. We can still be focused on them and and, and 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 what we're missing instead of instead of instead of focus on the one who supplies all our needs. You see, Jesus is 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 always with us. Even if we may not physically see him, he's with us in our spirit, within us, inside of us, if you believe and if you have faith and trust in him. It's only by that way. Having faith and, and trust in Him, this is how you get through life. And in our Sunday school lesson tomorrow, we have the question is, what is truth? How do you know Jesus is the right way? I'm going a little off topic here, but I feel like the Holy Spirit is leading me to this subject. How do we know? How do we know that Jesus is the right religion or, or the right way of life? How do we know? What about Buddha, Muhammad? It's because Jesus backed it up by facts that he is the way, the truth, and the life. I did not say this to debate with anyone or to say everybody else is wrong, but according to my understanding and the guy that I serve, he backed it up by facts, by truth, and by principles. How else do you know what is right is wrong? From what? A law. God is divine and he does have a divine law. He does have things that, that he says that go against his law and we do a lot of those things so that makes us wrong and that makes us justified to what prison uh you know how we have it prison or or you know to be let go according to god it's hell or heaven if you do wrong hell if you do according to what he does in his sight in his eyes heaven sorry got a little off track there but don't lean on your own understanding trust and believe in the lord with all your help and here is how to overcome it and get through it put on your armor saints this is a war this is a life or death fight for your soul we need to be ready we're up against far more than we can handle when we try to lean on our own understanding when we try to fight the battle uh the invisible battle by ourselves, and we're trying to fight it with physical weapons 
Imagine how the devil laughs at us when the battle is spiritual. We try to fight it with the physical. <laughs> and we, and you know how people try to fight. You know their their storms and their uh, the pressions of life is through is through burning sage or uh, or incense. And literally, they know that that's adding to the storm. But that's for another topic and for another day. But today, this is your life or death situation when you are in spiritual warfare. Do not take this lightly. Do not take this lightly. And here is how you get through it. By putting on your armor. And this is the armor. Listen up quickly. The helmets of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness. The belt of truth. Your feet walking in the preparation of peace in the midst of the storm, and the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation. They are more than just words. They are weapons. Apply them to your life. Apply them to your life. How, how can I apply these to you? How, Brie, how can I apply these to my life? Here's how. Listen up. The belt of truth holds up all the armor. Let truth of the word of God overlook your situation you are facing. God says, I will be with you always and everywhere you go. That even means in the midst of the storm. Believe that. That is faith. That is where your faith should step in. That is where your faith should apply. And, oh, Lord, I'm going through this. Okay, I'm going through spiritual warfare. Lord, you said your word says to, to you would never leave me nor forsake you. I'm believing that. And that's helping and adding and fighting the battle. The breastplate. The breastplate. Now, that know that only he is righteous. making uh, Meaning that he is good in the midst of your storms. Know that God is righteous in the midst of your storms. Know that He is righteousness. When we when we read the blessed prayer of righteousness, you're you're stamping God's righteousness all over your heart and all over your situation. Declare righteousness in your storm today, and stop overlooking it by what you don't have. Your feet walking in the preparation of peace of God. When all around you is chaos, place your faith in and on solid ground. Place your feet rooted and grounded in solid ground. Stand fast so that the enemy won't see you shaking. This isn't a, a similar. This isn't just a little old David and Goliath situation. No, this is for your soul. But let David and Goliath situation be your example. Let the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to overtake you in your situation. Place the faith of God in in His Word in your life and others' lives. When you do that, your faith will carry you through the storm because you trust and believe that Jesus has it already under control. Even though it doesn't look like what I want to, even though, even though it doesn't look like that he has it under control, know and believe and trust that he does anyhow. Faith is believing without seeing and knowing all the facts. Faith, trust in him. I used to struggle about uh, knowing everything. I had to know everything. I had to know what was going on. I had to know uh, how to do things properly, strictly. Until God was just saying, trust me. You can't do it on your own. Trust him. He is the only way you can get through this fight called life. Your shield. This is where the big guns come out. Your shield of faith keeps your faith unwavered and immovable. 
The Bible says if you have faith of a mustard seed and you tell that mountain to go, it will move and it has to move in the mighty name of Jesus. Your shield protects you from the fiery darts of the devil, meaning he will probably, probably use your own exposed places against you that you thought are good, meaning your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, cause you to overthink, cause you to be overwhelmed, cause you to be uh, look at your situation in the storm and how big it is instead of having that mustard seed of faith. A mustard seed is a small little, little seed. A mountain is way bigger than that seed. Have faith. Trusting and believing Him. Having faith intellectually in your mind is different from trusting it and having it in your heart. Don't just be half-hearted with God and, and intellectually knowing God, He is truth. Knowing God, He is faith. Don't just believe that in your mind, but trust it and accept it in your heart. When you do that, oh, anything is possible. And I mean anything. It's possible. The helmet keeps your head and mind and thinking protected. The enemy likes to attack our minds a lot. Even in the midst of our storms of life. Overwhelming, overthinking. He likes to do it. But keep your helmet on. Keep your helmet on. Saints, there is no man left behind. We leave no man behind in this Christian walk. There are too many souls at stake and Satan is too busy winning than us to be leaving people behind. We need all the weapons that we need. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 are mighty weapons as well. One is your boldness. Be bold when going through difficult times. When you're being made fun of. When you're being persecuted. When your family is turning against you. Be bold. Trust and believe in God. Your weapons are spiritual. Fighting and spiritual aspect may seem weak to others. They might say to you, you aren't doing nothing. Prayer doesn't work. You're singing and worshiping God for no reason. They say this because they don't know God. They're used to fighting for themselves instead of allowing God to fight for them. And God simply displays it and promises in his word that he will fight for us. Cast all your cares and anxieties onto him. They're used to looking at the physical instead of the spiritual. Spiritually praying and fasting and reading your word may seem weak to the world, but it shakes the kingdom of darkness and it tears Satan's kingdom and his demons right up. This is war. Declare it, accept it, fight it. Let God be your weapon. Don't focus on the storm. Focus on Jesus. Or we were drowned in a storm just like Peter did. But Jesus was right there helping Peter back up. Jesus was right there helping Peter back up when he said, Peter, come to me. And Jesus came walking on the water. The winds was crazy. The storm was great. The waves were bashing up against the boat. But Peter stepped out on faith. Now that is faith. That is the type of faith that I'm trying to have. In every situation, to, I learned to be content in situations looking at Peter's experience with Jesus walking on the water. He had to trust him. It took some real, out of this world, crazy faith. Be that Peter and walk with Jesus. Don't drown and don't take your eyes off of him or you will sink. And the devil has won. But, because of God, make sure you're wearing your armor correctly. How can you fight your armor when your armor is crooked? 
your spear's upside down, you have the shield the wrong way, your shoes are untied, your armor's crooked, that gives the devil an opportunity to shoot his arrow and uh, stick you where he wants you and now he's got you right in the palm of his hands. Prove the devil wrong. But thank God for his grace and mercy because even when our armor is crooked, he still covers us, keeps us, and protects us. Don't you ever forget that, saints. And God bless. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for listening. I ask that you all share uh, what you all have learned going through this podcast. That praise and worship, praying and fasting and trusting him and leaning on God's word and say your own understanding helps and fights and wins the battle of spiritual warfare. That's how you get through it and you overcome it. Uh, I all do all hope you have a great night. And I will see you guys next time.